0: Why does this keep happening to me
1: It's the uh, it's the question that us Texas fans literally a decade later continue, actually more than a decade, continue to ask why does it have to happen and why does it keep happening to us? And with that being said, this is another edition of the Bevo Boys, episode 52. Uh, Joe, <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and, I mean, <laughs> Creighton. I don't know what to say. Cre- I I I I I don't even need to, I mean, like, I don't even want to introduce ourselves because I'm ready to get into it. I mean, everybody knows, hey, uh, my name's Creighton, guy on the other side of the microphone who's suffering just as bad as I am. Suffering. Joe Scanlon. Um, Creighton, I, Creighton, I can tell
0: you why this keeps <laughs> happening to us. We are cursed. Yeah. We are cursed. That is just plain and simple to see. I don't think we can deny it at any point any longer. Because this, this doesn't happen to everyone else. This never happens to Alabama. This never happens to Ohio State. This never happens to Oklahoma. (laughs) This never happens to Southern California. This never happens to Georgia. This only happens to us. Every year it seems we suffer major injuries in the first few games, and every time we play Alabama, it happens to a star quarterback who is rolling,
1: rolling, rolling over <laughs> no. the
0: Alabama, rolling the tide, rolling the tide, and then all of a sudden shoulder injury. So we're cursed. It is. Creighton. I mean, I, I can't. I can't speak any plainer it's than a, that.
1: It's a. It's a tough. Uh... Pill to swallow. Honestly, we walked into, uh, I guess we walked out of the podcast into the weekend. Actually, both of us picking the Texas Longhorns to upset Alabama when I think almost we were. So I close. think almost nobody at the time. I mean, up until kickoff, really even gave Texas a chance. I mean, the ESPN uh, index gave them like an eighteen percent chance. Um, anyways. We were actually, I think, like, we're pretty high on it. And, uh, we wanted, you know, we were just like, let's have some fun. And, I, what I want before I, before we get into just the deep cuts of everything, um, I don't think anybody was prepared for what an excellent game took place on Saturday morning. So, oh. if you, oh, no. If, no. If you are, uh, Living under a rock, as Joe likes to say, Texas played the Crimson Tide this Saturday in Austin for a noon kickoff. I'll get into that here in a bit. Uh, Texas arguably played the best game they've probably played in a long time. Uh, they ended up falling short to the Crimson Tide, who was the number one ranked team in the country. They lost 20-19, to 19, but... Scores only tell so much of the story, Joe. There is a ton, a ton to unpack here in this game, and also even just as much to unpack moving forward. And we'll get all into that uh, yeah, here on this episode I was about because to say, we have a <laughs> we got a loaded one, Joe. Because the we, future we, have of a, this we have season things. is in shambles. I wouldn't even say shambles yet, but it could possibly go one or two ways, and that isn't an, that is not somewhere that I think horns fans thought uh they would be literally saturday night uh and then leading into sunday when we found out the news i think most teams i mean sorry most people thought hey if we lose this game we lose this game it's alabama we just move on to the next one i don't think many people thought that we were going to either almost we we almost won we were leading and if we did lose we weren't going to do it by losing <laughs> Our star players, uh, multiple.
0: Cre- Creighton, Creighton. Let's just get into it, but, man. <laughs> let's just get into it. We, okay? are, we are
1: in pain. I, I mean. Let's get this pain <laughs> over with. Gosh. All right, Joe. So with oh. that being said, Alabama wins twenty to nineteen. Texas comes up short. Alabama kicks a late field goal in the end of the game after Texas and Burt Auburn. I'll give props. End up going ahead, taking it. 20 to 17. Alabama and Bryce Young do their thing, drive down the field, kick a field goal with a couple seconds left. Ten seconds left. It was 19. It was 19-17. Then they kicked the field goal. And then they they kicked the field goal. Alabama
0: kicker actually playing clutch. What is what? (laughs) The Alabama kicker actually making field goals. Maybe a 52-yarder. That's not supposed to happen.
1: Tide goes on to win 20 to 19. As they walk out the tunnel, they put the horns down as if they just blew. The Texas yeah, Longhorns whatever. by 50 points, whatever. but that is none. Or we, We'll get into that later, but right now, Joe, let's, let's open the wound, man. Thoughts on the let's game. Open the,
0: let's open the wound. Let's talk first about the quarterback play for – actually, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to talk about the real stars of the game, and that's the Texas defense. Holy cow, did anyone see this defensive performance coming? Because I sure didn't. They played lights out. Except for the final drive, and what? Bear with me on this here, but props to Jalen Ford, ten tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss. Anthony Cook had two tackles for loss. Uh, Ovi had a sack. Jaron Thompson played lights out in the in the uh, secondary. To Mervy and Overshawn solid as always, but the defensive front for Texas really made Bryce freaking Young work. Yeah. They made him work. 27 of 39 for 213 yards and one touchdown. He did not look like a high-spin quarterback. He did not look like a high-spin quarterback at all. And you know what I think? I think we can thank Gary Patterson for the rejuvenation of this defense. They are flocking to the ball. They are getting pressure on the quarterback. They are not missing any tap. The front seven missed one tackle.
1: That's impressive. Like, thorns fans. If, like, if, Horns fans, think about that. Like Like, four <laughs> years ago... We couldn't buy a tackle with the amount of donor money that was coming into the program. Now, two games into this, we're saying, hey, man, like, this team swarms to the ball. And it, they did it against Alabama. Like You're right. It's impressive. And so, yeah, tell tell
0: Texas fans three or four years ago, hey, by the way, uh, they're going to play number one Alabama and only miss one t- The defensive front will miss one tackle. Now, the secondary missed a few more, but... <laughs> It's getting better. It's getting better. We are progressing, and that's what we wanted to see. The one negative from the defense, uh, Deshaun Jameson rolled his ankle. We will have an injury update on him later when we talk about all the injuries. (laughs) But uh, that's the only, you know, for the most part, the defense came out unscathed, played brilliantly. I think uh, this is the turning point they need for. For the, for the rest of the season mm-hmm. They hurried Bryce Young seven times Compared to Alabama's defense only doing it one time I mean, the defense was clearly the MVPs of the game They kept them in this game Now, let's talk about the offense Because <laughs> they also looked great for one quarter With Quinn Ewers Because he went 9 of 12 for 134 And then it was like 2010 all over again Quinn Ewers gets drilled into the ground by I uh, forgot who was it on Alabama's defense. It was Dallas. Dallas Turner. Yeah. Freaking Dallas Turner drills him into the ground, and now, he's got
1: one hurry on his stat line.
0: <laughs> that's incredible. He's got one hurry. That's
1: incredible. You know which one it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the yep, yeah, that's the one. That's the one hur. That's the one hurry. All it takes is one. But yeah. he. uh... He suffers an AC sprain which according to depending on who you listen to it's either he's out for two to three weeks he's out for four to six weeks uh, I think well, we'll get into this more but I think I I'm feeling pretty positive about his timetable to return depending on certain things He's but, definitely gonna be
1: missing games though.
0: he is gonna miss games. Luckily, the first three games, I think we can do decently well. But wait, oh, my God, Hudson Card has an ankle injury as well. Who, you know what? Quinn, Ewers, 9 of 12, 134 yards. He was throwing dimes. He was finding the open man. He was making spectacular throws. That's the future,
1: folks. A QVR of 95, bro. (laughs) He he literally, he. It's unfair. We got
0: one. Here we go. Here we go, folks. Here it comes again. The what ifs. If Quinn Ewers stays in the game, I think Texas wins by two scores. Easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. I think it's a blowout. I think it's a blowout the other way and everyone's just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? But no, Quinn's out. Hudson Card comes in and, you know, Hudson, everyone's been ragging on him. I, you know, God bless that kid. If he could be a little more accurate, he would be a good quarterback.
1: I agree. I Just a
0: totally little more accurate. That just a little more accurate i mean he made a couple good throws but he overthrew some people that he had open he still hangs on the ball too long. oh it's i actually...
1: mean it's 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 bad i mean it it, it yeah. that is like honestly joe like you you mentioned like uh the the inaccuracy which i think people see but Like, I don't even think that that would be that big of a problem if he didn't even hold on to the ball. Like, the holding on to the ball is so bad that that is what is, like, like, that is a major flaw. Like, I think we could get over the, oh, he throws a couple passes inaccurately here and there. But he holds the ball, honestly, almost every snap when he's throwing it. I mean, it's it's bad, bad.
0: Yeah, it's it's not pretty. And... Like we said, he suffered apparently an ankle sprain. We don't know if it's high ankle. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know if. uh, I don't know if uh, Sark said today. I don't know if they had enough time to disclose all of the. He did say say he's day to day. We'll get into that a little bit later. So, you know, again, Hudson playing on one leg, basically. You know, still a solid. he, he, He was a game manager. He was able to keep us in the game. And so, and the defense kept us in the game. We just. Couldn't put put the ball in the end zone in the red zone, which we'll get into the refs here in a sec. But uh, <laughs> we'll go to the rushing here real quick. B. John Robinson, twenty one carries, fifty seven yards, one touchdown. He 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 was he showed flashes of brilliance,
1: but to be fair, honestly, like wait, finish your thought. But I think I know what you were just about to say.
0: I mean, Flash is a brilliance, but honestly, was not super impressed. And I wonder if that's because Alabama game planned for Bijan Robinson, and I think that's exactly what they. I think they game planned for Bijan Robinson, and then mm-hmm. when we were able to throw the ball on, they said, "Oh crap! Now we have to play the pass," yeah. and that opened up Bijan, and he had a few he had some bigger runs at certain moments. Actually, he had a bunch of big runs at the beginning of the game and then once Quinn went down and we had to basically go back to one dimensional, that's <laughs> when they started stacking the box on on Bijan and he wasn't gaining as much yards as he was early in the game.
1: Yeah, I think the I think Bijan's thing, I think I think that's what it was. I think that Alabama was like, "Yo, we're going to put all our might into this one player." Um And that's, I mean, as much as I had said last week about how it would have been really cool if Bijan could have ran 150 plus yards on them or something like that, this is probably like, this was a more realistic stat line. I mean, you knew Alabama was going to really play your focus on him and 21 carries for 57 yards. I mean, that 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 shows you I mean, that shows you exactly what they were doing. They're like, hey, we're not like if all else fails, we're not going to let this guy beat us. If Hudson Card wants to beat us or Quinn Ewers, the freshman who was beating you, like if he wants to beat us, you know, so be it. We'll live with that or any of the receivers. But their star player, Bijan Robinson, is not going to, you know, is not going to be the one. And I think that they really focused on that
0: exactly and so you know props to them for game planning for our best player and <laughs> i mean god the I, i'm still so mad quinn went down i'm so, yeah they had a he, ton of game planned when, when he uh when he was laying there on the turf i just oh no 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 like no 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 i mean like, just, it's a nightmare uh,
1: it's an absolute it's it's like a nightmare it's, an absolute, like,
0: it's it was deja vu it was like i said it felt like 2010 all over again
1: going to your point back just on how well the defense played um i thought one thing that old texas teams do especially like with oklahoma and the lsu game a couple years ago which um we almost beat them but if you look at it so like if you take uh because i know that some people were making this comparison about how uh you know we almost beat the 2019 lsu champs uh and then you compare it to this game. I think that this game, and for for the exact reason, like, hey, like, we almost beat them, and then the complete season train wrecked after that. Uh, I think that you can look at those two things completely differently. That game with LSU, man, there wasn't much, like, there, it was just back and forth. There wasn't really that great of play going on. It was just score, 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 you know. This yeah. game took some, I mean, it came down to who was not going to make that final, uh, error i guess you could say who wasn't going to you know make the mistake or who was going to play just a little bit cleaner football like it was a chess match in a way and i think that that is one thing that can be really encouraging so with the defense one thing in the past with that lsu game ou games the usc games you didn't see a ton of massive like chunk yard plays happening against them like they like they obviously let the jace mcclellan touchdown go but honestly anything else joe i don't think so
0: no, nope, the one negative, uh, the other negative I'll bring up is, and I, I knew this was gonna happen as soon as Alabama got the ball with one thirty left. Yeah, that was, I said, yeah. for the love of God, don't play prevent defense. Yeah, and can't. what did they do? They played prevent defense, and it never freaking works. They needed to keep attacking like they had been all game, and I think they would have. I think they would have gotten to Bryce Young. They would have had to make him make plays. Mm-hmm. And they kind of still did with the prevent defense. I think they should have been a little more aggressive. I think, you know, you had your plan working the whole time. Why would you switch it? Because all they did was dump it off, dump it off, dump it off. Then he makes one great run holding on that call. But, you know, whatever. We'll 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 get into the refs in a sec.
1: The end. Uh... Yeah, you're and, right, and,
0: and and literally, you take you 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 play aggressive defense like you had been the whole game. I don't think Alabama gets in field goal range. I think they have a
1: turnover. The Bryce only Young time did not you should, look that great. Yeah, the only the personally like to me like the only time I feel like you should play prevent defense is like on a hell mary play at the end of a game. Yeah, like like I don't think you need to play like with the minute thirty. You know the team has to drive. I mean I would, yeah you're right. I think you just 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 play your regular. I mean it's clear that prevent defenses usually get you carved up anyway, so you might as well just go ahead and play your regular defense. Oh, they got carved. Yeah, yeah.
0: it looked like a complete different defense out there and it's because they were playing back. And I it, it frustrates me because it's like why would you switch that up? Now that's a Quitkowski thing. <laughs> Maybe Gary Patterson's sitting there screaming in the headset from the from the booth, you know, What are you doing? Oh my god mm-hmm. you know. But I, I just I that that frustrated me to no end uh real quick receiving uh, i mean what did we expect mm. were they had five for 97 were waiting had seven for 64 Bijan had three for 73 i mean the receiving core is great when we have a guy who can throw it to him uh now do we have a guy who can throw it to him i
1: don't know well, i don't know do but that. jordan right. yeah, well, jordan was having a game man he was I having a game was, and he, he had and he stayed i mean healthy. 64 bowl, yards
0: of all the people to stay healthy, it was Jordan Wilkington. Yeah, no yeah, that's a good
1: point. Like Jordan, sixty-four yards, man. They went a long way. I mean, they were they were very crucial on certain downs. And with uh, just just going back to the Quinn yours, like um, man, uh, I think one, I think Quinn answered a lot of questions that people had. Oh, you know, is he that dude? I think he clearly answered that he's the guy. Two, if the, I mean we'll see like how he respond. i mean i totally believe he will we'll see how he comes back and plays the rest of the year and the next year but there's a good chance this guy is going to be a very high pick for texas in the draft and that is a, that is a very nice feeling to finally have
0: speaking of high picks you know who played like a first round draft pick who Kelvin banks oh
1: definitely and i think people walked away with that game um i saying like hey man like like this dude's probably this like if not already like solidified number 1. Like this dude is is legit. I mean, two you got you do you got two games on Kelvin right now and both of them he's flashed off the screen. He has blown up the lines. I mean, it it's a, it's a, it's 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 amazing what he's able to do as a freshman. Literally what? 18 and a half years old, probably 19. I mean, this we sark did good sark did good with that pick as he did with a bunch of picks i mean sark is the reason that we have him and quinn Ewers on the same you know team and that that that's impressive man i like kelvin's going to be is is going to be a high draft pick quinn is going to probably be a high draft pick xavier worthy if he shapes up he's looking like he might be really valuable in the nfl Bijan robinson people have said multiple times draft scouts this kid i mean First team in a while, Joe, that we've seen. Like they're gonna have, they're gonna finally have some NFL caliber players, not just like one offs. Like this team is gonna is gonna be full, and I'm excited to see like what happens like in the next year when everybody is uh come like more experienced and like be you know and, and even if be, yeah yeah healthy is a good yeah good way to say it and like Quinn Ewers, I mean that's two games in a row, Joe, that he has been. Deadly, deadly accurate. He's 9 for 12 this game. Last last week, he throws that pick. And then he goes 7 for 7 and ends up 14 for 22 with a freaking uh, passer accuracy rating of 75%. And he ends up with a QBR of one quarter, 95 and 134 yards. I mean, it's just like, what? And then Hudson Card, I'm going to give him credit, man. I mean, I thought maybe everybody, I don't know. You certainly didn't. You you felt really bad about him coming in that maybe we were doomed. Did you just say Quinn went 14 of 22 last year? Last year, last week, last Last week, week, right? 14 of 22. Yeah, no, he
0: only went that's great. That's crazy because Hudson went 14 of 22 this week.
1: There you go. And so, but whoa, (laughs) there was a lot, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, so exactly though, point made Hudson card. I think people thought we might have been doomed is such a strong word, but there was no chance we would win. He comes out, he does good enough to win the ball game. Gets to the point where he gets no, them to no, no, the no, lead. No, no, no. Oh, you're not gonna
0: <laughs> No, 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 now, now. What look at the scheme when Quinn was on the field and when Hudson I'll was give on the field, I'll give you this. i give you that. It was very much toned down with Hudson on the field. Is that a start not trusting Hudson? But like why would you not tr- I mean Hudson he's been in the system for 2 years now. Like you'd think this kid would know it, right? You'd think Sark would be able to trust him, right?
1: <laughs> yes, but I think you saw when Hudson went into the game, the talent discrepancy is astronomical. It's astronomical. <laughs> it's, There's a reason it's a I'm big surprised
0: difference. that I'm surprised that QB competition quote unquote Was uh, as close as it was. I don't buy that anymore. I don't buy that anymore. Do you? No, 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 no. And I don't buy that the boosters wanted Quinn to play. No, I think Quinn won the job. The kids, it. Yeah, the kids, it. Now, (laughs) now, and that. Well, now you know. God, we don't even know who's going to play quarterback. So, last thing for for me, twenty nineteen. You know, no one expected us to win this game. No one expected us to be close in this game. I think we don't have more. There's no moral victories. At the University of Texas, we are not A&M. We don't do mm-hmm. stupid midnight yells. That video is hilarious. I'm so, so, so funny that they're trying to get it taken down. Um, but you can take this game... And you can definitely build off this. You have to build off this. You can't fall into the rat poison, as Sark said in his press conference today. He quoted his old mentor, Nick Saban, uh, not falling for the rat poison of, oh, Texas Mm -hmm. is actually pretty good now. No, no, no. You focus on UTSA. Now, as we go into UTSA, who's going to play quarterback? So, let's do injury updates. (laughs) Injury updates. Oh, right. We should, it was have, a, a, we should um, have a jingle. Honestly, how many injuries oh, we've yeah, had no, over the years? <laughs> like, over the years of doing this podcast? It's
1: becoming, a, it's becoming just a normal thing every week. And I think um, as we get into these, every media person that came to that, inter- that, that uh, Monday presser today, uh, I don't think they expected it to be as bad as it ended up, but it just kept feeling like... Sark was like, yeah, okay, we knew Quinn. So it felt like Sark was saying, yeah, Quinn is out for this time. And then Hudson. And we go, oh, crap. And then he goes, and then Bijan. And we go, oh, my – and then uh, – no, no, uh, it just uh, kept uh, feeling uh, like it uh, just kept uh, getting uh, worse. Yep, yep. It kept getting worse and worse. But Bijan,
0: Bijan – and I have a quote from Bijan. Bijan said, I'm healthy. My shoulder just hurts a little bit. And he said he needs to stop being a wimp. He's pretty confident he will be playing against UTSA. So uh, – just rub some, rub some Bijan mustardson on it, and you'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's a great
1: binder and healer. There, yeah,
0: there you go. They, <laughs> I'm telling you, Bijan, just just give us, uh, give us the sponsorship, man. I'm telling you. Uh, as for the quarterback, this, uh, uh what am I looking at here? I'm looking at a, uh, burnt orange nation. They're like, uh, this this line is kind of funny. If viewers and card aren't ready to play on Saturday, Wright will receive the start. We're talking about right here, freshman Charles Wright. Yours is not going to be ready to play on Saturday. <laughs> he is definitely <laughs> out for at least two to three weeks, at least two to three weeks because with that AC sprain, do you know another quarterback who suffered a similar injury like this came back too soon and it effectively might have ruined his NFL career, honestly. You know who I'm talking about. played for the team just north of the north of the river.
1: Oh, man, golly. Like, Come on. What a throwback. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Tell me, who is it? Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, see? I can see his ruined face, his, man. Ruined his career. I
0: can see. His... The, uh, I can see. Per- perennial backup. Oh, no, Made so face. much money. His... So much money. Starts with a Sam, I... ends with a Bradford. Bradford. <laughs>
1: That's right. I was about to say I see his I see his haircut. Oh, I just God. couldn't remember his <laughs> his curly hair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he yeah that that's that's. What do you do? He sub- especially like. It, oh, go ahead. I just, no, I was just saying like, that's a good like you do you especially with now that you know what Quinn brings to the table. Yeah, you don't want it to end up like that. Whether it's college, that tech, you know playing for Texas or the NFL career that he's most likely going to have for a while. You don't want it to, you know, be that situation. Even though Sam, like, tried to start, it didn't work very well. And, like, you know, it's just, yeah, you don't want that for Quinn. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. this is a sticky situation, Joe. There's a lot going on here.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the pain threshold is. Uh, Shark did say mm-hmm. that it was – Nothing structural, not surgery-driven, not broken for all the people who are hurt.
1: Deshaun. And that's and huge. That's yeah, you.
0: that's so that's great. No ligaments, no nothing. So just day by day, but it can get worse if viewers if, if comes back too early on the AC <laughs> sprain. I think we'll see him for Oklahoma. I really do. I think they're He's going gone. to try to get through these first three games. Or the first two big he's gotta games, be, man. he's got it. If he's good for Oklahoma, the, Texas wins by twenty-one. I'll call it now.
1: Uh, yeah, they probably they probably blow him out. They, like, they, they they might. I'll,
0: I'll I'll give I'll give everyone a scouting update. I know you. I'm going to uh, Lincoln this weekend, so uh, I'll be uh, watching. Who are they playing? Portland, Nebraska.
1: Oh, with the Scott Frostless Huskers.
0: <laughs> with the Scott Frost, the Huskers defrosted. We won't. Uh, we won't talk. This is not a Huskers podcast, but. <laughs> It is funny they lost to Georgia Southern and then
1: Scott Frost. I hope that this this also ties in with day. Tom Herman. By the way, I hope that my my uh oh my my ho- no, stop it. No, 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 it's okay. Stop I it. I hope that people are starting to understand my process on why I don't think group of five coaches work out very well. Oh, not It, it, it hasn't. It hasn't happened. <laughs> I'm not quite sure it's ever happened it ha- and and, it, and it's not happening now it didn't happen with Tom and it didn't happen with Scott that's why this is good that w- James James Franklin ah. it's, it's just was he 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 group a group of five Matt, Matt Campbell no Matt James Campbell Franklin group was James Franklin was Vanderbilt but he's not doing that hot oh, okay. either. um nah, oh well, man I don't know um and nah, you know nah, someone's nah. gonna take the chance on uh a lot of different guys but I think that that just sealed the you know sealed the deal and that's why Texas Screwed the pooch for eight straight years of Charlie Strong, who was Louisville was a group of five at the time, and then, and then Tom Herman from Louisville Houston. Louisville was a
0: group of five, but and, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, there, well, there we go. Yeah, no, and yeah, that, that Huskers are That's doing That's why Sark's working thing, out, but, bro. Uh, Tom Herman, yeah, seriously, Sark is the hire. Like, this this game plan he had against Alabama proves it. He, he is the hire. Still have questions about his play calling on third downs and in the red zone, but we can get to that later. Uh, Back to Texas. Hudson Card, we know he had a right ankle injury. Um, He's day-to-day, according to Sarkeesian. Uh, Some people are saying high ankle sprain, which is not great. And so, if he cannot play this week, we have redshirt freshman Charles Wright out of Austin (sighs) High School. Down the road. Down the road. And, you know from what Sarkeesian said about him I think he might actually not be to, he might be able to game manage and and, and as long <laughs> as the defense plays up to the standard that they just set this last
1: weekend I think we are okay I think we're okay for the first three That was games. a great way to put that. You were about to say, you know, if he could just and then you're like if he can just game manage. Like that's what's going to have to be I mean <laughs> so Charles right, man. Um yeah, Austin High School, dude 61198 somewhere around there. Um, kid's a three star. Uh, let me see if I have his sheet pulled up here. Uh, for I want to.
0: As you look, uh, Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian did say that he's improved leaps and bounds since this time last season. He's yeah. understanding the offense a lot more. He's gotten more accurate, and he's become Steve more confident. Steve Sarkeesian so, also
1: said there was a quarterback battle up into the final weeks of the game. So, they, you know, you so he's <laughs> either blowing smoke
0: up everyone's ass or. Or maybe Charles Wright has gotten so I, better and, more I his, and I have his. I have a sheet
1: confident. pulled up here. He, yeah, he was a three star. Uh, rated out at about. He rated out at eighty five. Um, it's pretty middle of the pack stuff right there. Uh, in the state, Texas, state of Texas, Joe. He was ranked the one hundred and thirty fourth best player. He was the sixtieth the best quarterback. Um, and I mean. He, he. I've seen him throw the ball a couple times in high school. Like I think he's good, um. But I'm I'm nervous at the same time because I mean like there was I mean there was also, like, like I I, I mean his skill set is is. I don't want to say it's it it's, extremely limited man. But it is it's it it it's it's right there. I mean it's, like. Like you gonna to have to you gonna have to really game plan like literally like it's it's ugh you know mm-hmm. so well here's here's the good news they are playing UTSA
0: now I do think this is a <laughs> oh, trap no. game but uh, I do think if there was any game to play to have your third string quarterback come in and you know maybe eke out a win here it's gonna be UTSA I do not want him to play Tech after they just beat Houston in Lubbock luckily that game's not a night game thank God. Uh, and then West Virginia is pretty down. So maybe it would have been nice to have played West Virginia this week, but I I think UTSA is a good – they're a group of five. Mm -hmm. They're a good group of five team, but they're still – the talent level is going to be very much differing on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I think, yeah, and so So, you know, the the offensive line, if they can push the defensive front around, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But uh, basically, long story short – if there was any game you need Charles Wright to have play his first game, this would be one of the ones. This and West Virginia are the only two on the schedule that I see that mm-hmm. would have been great. Yeah. So, you know, that's a positive. And remember West Virginia just and lost to Kansas.
1: So, they're clearly not that good. Yeah. Or Kansas no, is clearly no, really no, good. Kansas is
0: for real. <laughs> Kansas for real this year. They're number 1 offense in the nation. Oh, oh boy. Uh Now, everyone's asking what about Malik Murphy? And according to Sarkeesian, Malik Murphy is not healthy. He suffered a broken foot, of course, last year that ended his high school career and that limited him in spring practice. Um, interesting. I don't know how long it takes to get healed from a broken foot. I didn't think I it mean, took that long. I mean, he was, he was suited
1: up. Was he not? On, I mean, he was suited up, was he not, Yeah, against Alabama? He was he was suited up. Uh, I just, like, maybe they're Maybe they just weren't ever like expecting him to actually desperate, play. <laughs> desperate case scenario. Yeah. Throw in and Malik the one Murphy, thing about here, Charles Wright, by the way, is like I, I mentioned that yeah. the game plan would have to obviously be more limited. That's not a knock on his, like on his skill set. more. So it's, it's a, it's a freshman kind of thing, or I guess he's a sophomore, but you know, he's getting his first snaps. Um, He could, he, he can extend the ball. I mean, the play Joe, like the kid's got some legs and I, I think that that might come in handy against uh, UTSA. Um, he might have well, to. So Craig, I would,
0: I would hope he has some legs.
1: Well, that's true don't want a <laughs> don't wanna, You, don't, you know? torso from the torso up like you know <laughs> yeah no that would be uh one that would be tough two that'd be a that'd be a spectacle and so yeah no he can he can run the ball and i think that like him being able to extend plays i think will definitely help out the longhorns but this is just assuming that hudson card can't play i'm not quite sure yet and i don't think this any of first, us yeah i don't think any of us will actually know joe probably until friday
0: no, that I think it's gonna be game time decision. I think we just have to wait and see on Hudson Card. Now, real quick before we get into a preview of the UTSA game, hear me out. Roshan Johnson,
1: I'm down for it. He was it. a
0: quarterback. He was a quarterback, and Sark alluded to maybe the fact that there'll be a little more uh, wildcat in the uh, game plan for this year, or for this this week, I guess. Mm-hmm and you know don't hate it i don't hate it because he knows the offense he has been a quarterback before and you know i think he can be serviceable against a team like utsa so i, I now will they start him over right no of course not but if things get ugly i could see him taking a lot of snaps. Yeah, and
1: you know, I think with him, I think it's important to like realize, like, let's say Hudson Card can't go, you're not like right's kind of like you start right out, you're not confident in it. I mean, to be fair, Bijan Robinson, I mean Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson was a four-star quarterback that he was the sixth best dual quarterback coming out of his class, ranked at a 91. I mean, there's something to say for that. I think that. I think you could get by with him quite honestly. I don't. He played a whole season for Texas as quarterback, so uh, switching in and out, I, 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 I don't think that that's the worst option in the world. Just because he now runs the ball.
0: No, I I agree for sure, and that I think that opens up the RPO offense, which I think <laughs> isn't Sark pretty good at running the RPO.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. So
0: I mean, I think it would be beneficial for all parties involved if, if Roshan does take snaps um, just don't run that stupid whatever the hell that was <laughs> on third down and you know force this to because if they get that first down I think that's the ball game and yeah, what do they do they run a fake pass run mm-hmm. when Alabama's clearly bringing pressure on third down and three or four or whatever it was <laughs> and that so that was a call that I really didn't agree with with Sarkisian but I digress. Uh, so that's <laughs> the update with the injuries. Deshaun James is probably going to be out another week, but his ankle injury looked like he rolled it. Uh, maybe a, sl- a mild sprain. Uh, he-, he might be out a week or two. I
1: think he said on Twitter he was sh- he was straight, um, which I don't I don't oh. think that means he's coming back immediately. But I'm saying like I think he like feels I said, like a week or two. Yeah, maybe, he's not going to. It know. won't be too long.
0: Like I said, like like Sark said, nothing broken, nothing you know, no ligaments torn. Just your typical football injuries Minus another Again, they call this They called the AC sprain a fluke injury And I'm like, oh wow, another That's... fluke injury How about that? Oh No, shocker, right? But, so we head now Into the UTSA game Down a quarterback, possibly two quarterbacks And, uh Yeah So, right now ESPN has it As a 92% chance for Texas to win uh, They, uh looking at the stat lines here, UTSA scores more points a game, they also allow more points a game. So, you know, like I said, Fence just comes out and and does their job, plays Texas football, plays perfect football like they pretty much did against Alabama. Oh, we didn't even talk about the refs. Oh, we're going to go back to the refs. We're going to do the, we're going to do this preview <laughs> and we're going back to the refs cuz I'm not letting them get off the hook there. Uh <laughs>
1: Refs are not safe. On the this refs
0: podcast. are not safe on this podcast. So you know, I th- on paper this looks like an evenly match, an even matchup. But again, like we said, the talent level I think is a lot better for Texas. Now, UTSA did just beat Army in overtime. Then again, it's Army. You know, I mean, Army runs the triple option, and honestly, are they not running the triple option? Because how do they put up 38 points? Like, oh my goodness! Yeah. like <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. I- and then I mean they did lose to Houston, twenty four Houston. I don't know if Houston's really supposed to be that high after what they did against UTSA and what they did against Tech.
1: I don't know, man. You would have thought that they were the number one team in the nation without Tech rush the field there. Just yeah, that saying, is, uh, that
0: is true. Just they did, <laughs> they did, uh, they did rush the field, didn't they? On number twenty five, Houston. But uh, so as they were favored. So yeah, UTSA two overtime games. They got to be tired, right? They got to be tired.
1: You would think so, and. Uh, <laughs> I think I think one one aspect of this uh game looking forward uh one of the things that Steve had said in that presser he said hey man um I told the guys that you you you're basically like you're sunk now uh you showed us a whole new level of how you can play football you can't go back no more like like you showed everybody in the stands and uh, and I'm, I say sunk sarcastically. You showed everybody in the stands and on the field, and the, against the number one team in the nation, that that this brand of Texas is real and it can happen, and that uh, your A plus game is as good as it literally as good as anybody's. Uh, in the nation and i think that 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 is a great place for the longhorns to be coming into this utsa game that they can say hey man like we played as good as the number one team in the nation as program that has been storied for the past 10 years and you know there's no going back to how we're playing down to competition or playing up to it we're just gonna play this way all the time and I think that that's an exciting thing for this new brand of Texas uh, football that they have shown that uh, their a game Joe is is re- is remarkable on both sides of the ball quite honestly and that and if the defense can just if the defense has one of those games again, uh, Charles Wright or Malik Murphy or one of the fans in the stands probably isn't going to have that too hard of a time playing quarterback and winning the game because the, the defense is going to shut it down themselves.
0: Oh, no, I agree. And like I, like I said, game manage. Just manage the game. Just score some touchdowns and let the defense do the work. I think Harris is a good quarterback for UTSA, but he also mm-hmm. is the leading rusher. So you shut him down, you take him out of the game, Maybe tear his AC sprain or whatever the hell the injury was. You know. <laughs> Golly, no, I'm kidding. That only have it's, yeah, it's only Texas related. Texas. You're right. Uh, we you take him out and you you make him not a factor, and uh, I think I think Texas can can win this game. Not I I, I don't trust that spread of eleven, but I think Texas There's actually
1: and the spread went down too. Yeah,
0: I I think. Uh, I think Texas wins by 7 to 10.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't um if, for horns fans like I would not put it past uh this game to not be to be close. Uh like kind of like how that what was it Joe? 3 4 years ago, it was the Sugar Bowl year. You remember that Kansas game was a little too close for comfort at the end? I think that this could be kind of like that. Um oh, brother. I would for, I would I would tell horns fans Like, fully expect this game to be a lot closer than you would think just because of the injuries and the fact that you might have your two starting, I mean, they were both starting at one point, uh, your two lead quarterbacks possibly out. Yeah, it might be a little too close for comfort. This is probably one of those games, like, let's just grind out get it over with. Um, With that being said, though, you, you you can't overlook this UTSA team. If the Horns do that, Joe, it, things could it, it could end up like A and M and Appalachian State. It could get bad because this UTSA team make no mistake about it. Even though they're one on one, they could they could beat this. They could beat the squad. I mean, I respect the heck out of this program, and uh, it that it, it's scary knowing what we've lost over the past couple of days, and knowing that we have to go play UTSA on Saturday. It is a scary thought because that team, I mean, you don't think that they don't believe that they can win this game. They do. They absolutely do. It's the
0: Super Bowl, so we got to be on our A game. And as long as Texas is on their A game, like I said, I think it's a 7-10 point victory. I think it's down to the fourth quarter, but I think Texas pulls away in the fourth. So, Creighton,
1: what's your prediction? So, I think – I'll say this. I think that – the Alabama game showed a lot of things for Texas in terms of not not talent, we knew that, but in terms of culture, heart, things like that, mentality. And I think that I think more so now than the games with like LSU or USC or da 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 da. da I think that these players honestly believe like, hey, that's not a fluke. That's how we play here. And I think that they have a immense amount of confidence uh, going in. To this weekend, throughout this entire week, honestly, even though Quinn Ewers is down, Hudson Card might be down. I think that they believe that they've got what it takes to literally, Joe, run the table and go all the way. And for that reason, I think the Horns, especially playing at home, are going to come out with a huge amount of confidence. Not to say that UTSA won't. But if the Horns do that, man, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to beat them. I do think it stays a little bit close. I'm going to pick Texas to win this game off of sure physicality, talent, uh, the way they played last week, if, if almost identical. I'm going to pick them to beat UTSA by, I'm going to say, 14, Joe. I think that they're going to win this game 28-14.
0: All right, 28-14 Texas. I agree with everything you said, Creighton. I do, like I said, think it's going to be a 7-10 point game. I have Texas winning 28 21 I think they Hey-o. I think the defense does enough I think the or no I think the offense does enough I think the defense limits UTSA but I do think they get three scores on us and uh I you know I like 2814 I I hope that's the score but I'll also take 28 21 I'll take a win just
1: win just I, win baby I would like to see I know you're right just win baby. please let's get out Let's get out of this non-conference. Let's start looking into Big Twelve play. Let's get Quinn Ewers back. Let's start. This team's got a legitimate shot, Joe, to run to run the Big Twelve and actually win this year. And I think everybody on Saturday realized that around the country, and as, that is an exciting. As long thing. as everyone stays healthy. <laughs> Gosh. Like it's um. Uh, oh, I I I, I think. I think playing at home too is really going to help, especially like somebody like Charles Wright. I think this is a godsend that we're not having to go to San Antonio for this. Oh, I, I think this would be a really scary game. So, yeah, I feel I feel I feel confident, but I do understand like UTSA is is no joke, and um, I think it'll be a fun game, man. And what the one thing that I would like to see almost more than anything, Joe, I would like to see some defensive turnovers. Playing and simple.
0: That would be nice. That would that would definitely help. For sure. So, there we go. Texas to win. Creighton has him by 14. I have him by 7. We will wait and see Saturday night. Now, before we go, we're going to take these next few minutes to absolutely rip the refs from the Alabama game because we missed out on that. We were so focused on the injuries and the deja vu and stuff. So, um, where should we start, Creighton? How about oh, the missed face <laughs> mask? No, 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 no. What came first? Was it the safety call or the face mask call? Or Are you, sorry, oh, oh, no sorry, no no the, no, the pass
1: interference. The pass interference. Yeah, no oh, call, the pass interference in the, in the end zone
0: in the first quarter. That was pretty bad. Um, and then I think the refs realized, oh, crap, we actually need to call this on Alabama because then Alabama got a bunch of pass interference calls on them. And... You know, shocker, it's it's amazing, the refs helping out Alabama, and you know, some people were ripping me and saying, you know what the refs were, you know, when, what about when the refs missed calls for Texas? Yeah, the ones they missed for Texas did not change the outcome of this game as much as they did for the Alabama Tide here <laughs> Most in this Most of the game. Texas
1: missed calls were, were the difference between seven points and nine. So that, That's the, usually what it so was. So that,
0: that pass interference would have set us up on like the one-yard line and we would probably score a touchdown. Instead, we had to settle for a field goal. Uh, let's also talk about, uh, I think the safety was now. Na- oh, I'm sorry, not the safety. What in the world were the refs thinking? One, they called roughing the passer when he wasn't even like roughed. He didn't even let go of the ball yet. He was going down and let go of the ball. Uh, so it wasn't even roughing the passer. Then they called targeting when his head got hit by someone's leg because the guy was falling down. Like, sorry, like he can't help where his leg goes. It's not like he took his helmet and put it in his helmet, you know? And then three, his ankle was literally laying prone on the ground, which, according to the rule book, if it's not your foot or your hand, you are down. If half your leg's sitting on the damn ground, you're down in the end zone. <laughs> Ball it was, was still in his hand. It was a Ball bad... Ball still in his hand. Bad so, sequence. Yeah, no, so it was. That, that And what do you know? We lose by one point. Two points is for a safety, folks. Just saying. Uh, and then the <laughs> face mask in the, <laughs> the red zone. The checks out. The face mask in the red zone. But it put us on, like, the three-yard line again. And we might have been able to punch it in. And so, those calls were absolutely terrible. And they... Basically swung the game in Bama's favor, and you know, I'm 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 willing to say this Crimson Tide have some magic. They have the magic of the NCAA. <laughs> you know, I really you know I'm gonna go conspiracy theorist here for a second. Uh, what have we noticed with the uh, the Crimson Tide when they make it to the uh, playoff? Most years they have one loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they had lost to Texas right there, I don't think they beat the rest of their schedule. I think they they always drop an SEC game that they shouldn't
1: yeah, you're and, I mean they usually and, do lose one of those they, games and it might be to like somebody like Auburn who like a like yep. a really rival game.
0: and then are hmm. they gonna make it with two losses? No, they're not. No, they're not. So how do we get Alabama into the <laughs> playoff? Well, they can't lose to Texas, can they? No, they can't. So what do you do? You have the refs make some terrible calls. The NCAA is corrupt. I am now going to step off my soapbox. I've said all I need to say. Watch hey the on. tape back. Uh, Quinn, you stays in the game. Crimson Tide <laughs> lose by 14. Refs make better calls. Texas wins by 3-7. to seven. And at the end of the day, I'm still heartbroken. And I guess the funerals will continue.
1: Ooh conspiracy Joe right there full conspiracy conspiracy Joe I will say yeah I think I think there was a there was there was somebody had I think it was it was obviously a stat um I think that there was like seven like 17 like question like like you go back you look at the calls you'd be like that's not the right call I think there were 17 of those against Texas um you're ever you're you're right about oh, all of them. Heaven, I think. Have that been forget odd, forget oh.
0: the missed holding calls, where the guys oh, literally yeah. holding yeah, him. Right. He yeah. is holding him as he's trying to pull away. <laughs> no call. Literally the most blatant hold you can ever see on a football field. Nothing. Continue, Craig.
1: I think a really dark point for those for those um, refs. And by the way, I do want to mention before you guys think that we are. Uh, even though Joe did say that you know conspiracy theorist and yada yada uh, this yada, is partly uh,
0: entertainment folks, but some sometimes I got it. I'm just gonna
1: say I'm gonna give you some. I, I'm gonna give you some validity. I'm gonna give you some 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 validation okay. to this. Okay, that officiating crew was the same crew that worked the OU game last year oh, against you're us, kidding where there was me. a bunch, a bunch of those calls were a little. Yeah you know, there was there was an astronomical amount of penalties in that call and that's Is game that for well. a fact? Yeah, it's hundred percent real. That's incredible 100% real. And so there's your there's your validation if you needed any. I think though the one dark, really dark spot with this refereeing crew was definitely that pass inter- and pass interference. That um rough in the passer targeting the way first of all The way it was explained was atrocious. They didn't even explain it right. Two, the referee didn't even get it right. Three, they called what they called. (laughs) I've never heard this before. They called roughing the passer by way of targeting. So therefore the targeting call was being reviewed, but you couldn't take the roughing the passer call off. But then the ref came out and said, hold on. It was neither. I was told wrong. So why did we even throw the flag in the first place? I don't think he could even have answered that. And then that's why Steve Sarkeesian was by right on the sidelines. He was upset because he was like, what are y'all doing? And then you don't even – that. at that point, we haven't even got it into the whole safety situation. And therefore, because there was – I can't I, – I, I don't even know. Like, But that was a really bad look that they – They, they weren't in sync with each other, especially on that play. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was a little, it was a little annoying. And now that I knew, and then I found out that this was the same crew as last year. I was like, Oh boy, these guys, these guys have a history.
0: Yeah, I was about to say there were some there were some pretty bad calls in the OU game. I don't think any as bad as Saturday. I mean, Twitter was up in arms. Tex non Texas fans were like, Okay, I don't
1: like Texas, but come on, man. Yeah, I mean like, like you kinda I think it's and you know what I think is really interesting about that, Joe, is that Dare I say, I'm not gonna say exposed, but dare I say that like Texas kinda like showed like hey maybe this maybe the safeties of Alabama and the back line isn't isn't so hot because I mean like they, they were having trouble. Like the only time that they were really honestly contending with like Xavier and these guys was usually off a pass interference call. And that I mean, man, and the, oh, and poor Will Anderson, man, I like the kid, but dang, that dude had a bad day, and he is projected to go top five maybe. Ooh, he had he had a rough go about. And so yeah, uh the referees, man. It's a, it's it, it sucks. It really does suck. But you also have to say like hey, if you're Texas, you you left a lot of points on the board. I do think yeah. that's partially. If Quinn Ewers is in that ball game, I think we probably convert two more of those and that in a sense you're looking at a 14 point swing. That's two touchdown. I mean that that's a block in my eyes if you're playing the number one team. So no moral victories, quite honestly. Like I don't want to be like the AM a couple of years ago, it's like, oh, we only lost one to Clemson. I'm pretty upset about this game that we lost because I definitely think we should have lost, and I'm not excited that we said, oh, we only lost by one. I just think it's a good measuring stick on where this program is. Um but no, make one mistake about it. I'm I'm not happy that we lost. Like I think we fully should have won this game.
0: Yeah, no, we should have won this game and we'll always you don't know, have what if. So put put that on the back burner with the twenty ten championship game because what if what if what if we should have a TV show called What If, you know, steal that from Disney's Marvel, you know. <laughs> we
1: don't have the money yet, Joe.
0: We don't we don't have the money yet. So Creighton in soon. in two sentences or less, yeah, five sentences or less, final thoughts.
1: The, I think that the, this for Texas, these next four weeks is going to show you everything you need to know about the program, Joe, um, more so in the Alabama game, great Texas teams in the past, they've dealt with adversity and they have found more than one way to get over it. And if this team wants to be like that, and this team wants to contend with the big 12 and the national title, and you think the culture is changing and the program is heading in the right direction. The University of Texas football team will find a way to deal with this adversity and get through these next maybe four or five weeks without dropping the ball. And I think that that is going to tell you everything you need to know about Steve Sarkeesian's culture and these new this new branded Texas Longhorn program that we are seeing right now.
0: I couldn't have said it better, Creighton. I agree. These you know, if Texas I think Quinn comes back week four I think not week four, I think Quinn comes back for OU. I really do. I so do if too. So if they could just limp through these next three games, get three wins, go into OU, 4-1, and one, I think we're sitting very pretty if Quinn comes back. And I think he does come back for the OU game. So we'll have to wait and see what happens this weekend. God, don't let us lose to UTSA, please. I can't take any more pain. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Bevo Boys. Until then... Always remember the eyes of Texas are upon you and hook.